Peace fam. I know, surprise, I'm back. It's been a couple months since the last time we spoke and that's because there's been a lot of changes in my life. How are you guys though? You doing okay? You miss me? I'm trying to jump right back into the swing of things and admittedly it's a little bit difficult provided that, you know, my new home is in the warehouse district of New Orleans, so it's always a little bit louder than I would like it to be, especially for recording a podcast, but I'm getting this microphone studio situation figured out since I no longer have a quiet closet to (laughs) talk to you guys in, but uh, until then, thanks for bearing with me. Any background noise you hear, just pretend like it doesn't exist, okay? So, I think the last time we spoke, I told you about some uh, some sex toys, right? And before that, I mentioned that there had been, you know, some circumstances that required me to make some huge adjustments in my life. So, um, my essentially, my roommate went crazy, and I had to figure out some new situation for me to be in and to live in and it's been such a blessing in disguise when this initial betrayal happened I had no idea what the bigger plan was and so often that's the case in our lives right bullshit happens and we're like why (laughs) why is this happening why is this happening to me What's the point of this? What am I supposed to be learning or understanding? At least that's the that's the standpoint I take with everything. It's like, okay, what is this supposed to be teaching me? And for a while, I didn't have the answer to that. I didn't have the answer and it all still felt a little bit random. I'm beginning to see though the thread of fate that's been holding all of this together and um, I have some exciting news to share with you all soon Um, and it's all intertwined, it's all related to those events that I thought were isolated, that I allowed myself to be the victim in, right? Oh, poor me, woe is me, I was betrayed by a friend and now I have to make all of these adjustments but really it turned out to be one of the best things that has ever happened to me in my entire life. So like I mentioned, I moved from my old apartment on the West Bank of New Orleans. Now I am in the warehouse district in the 8th Ward of New Orleans. It's really close to um, the French Quarter, which is one of my favorite places to be. There's a bunch of ley lines over there by that church. And so the energy is very strong, very potent. And uh, Louis Armstrong Park is very close to it as well. And uh, that's where Congo Square is, where um, so many of our ancestors met and gathered and expressed themselves. So essentially, the energy over here is very dense. It's very strong and it's very, uh, it's connecting me even more closely to my heritage, to my ancestors, to this quiet knowing 
um, within me. So it's pretty great over here. I'm currently living with my partner. I've mentioned this cancer man before and um, this has allowed our relationship to grow and expand and to deepen and I couldn't have imagined a better situation for myself. Now, it wasn't a part of my original plan. My original plan was, um, you know, to stay at my old apartment until September when my lease was up uh, and then move in with Mr. Cancer Man. But, you know, the universe threw in a couple loops, a couple of uh, unexpected events, and here we are. So it's been really fun. It's been an adjustment for sure. Anytime you live with someone else, you have um, you have to learn them, right? You have to figure out who you are in relation to this other person. And it also takes a lot of patience and understanding to um, maneuver around with someone new. And that has been such a blessing. And luckily, it's been relatively easy of course we get on each other's nerves but i mean everybody <laughs> everybody gets on my nerves at one point or another and the important thing is is that i still would choose him over and over again right there's nothing there's nothing destructive or unhealthy or toxic about the way we love each other the way we interact with each other here so it's been a beautiful couple of months and I'm sure it will continue to teach me things about myself and about him and about the way that I relate to other people. So for me, this is in numerology, I'm in a personal year number two and it's all about learning how to be in relationships with other people, be that romantic, platonic uh, or otherwise. So I've been learning a lot of lessons about who I am in relation to other people. And that's been fun. <laughs> I've typically been like the lone wolf type of person. I have a Virgo rising. I'm definitely the hermit. I need a lot of alone time. I need a lot of space. I need um, time to myself to process, to feel my energy, to think. And so plop that with, uh, you know, different sort of energy, the, the cancer energy that uh, of course needs their own time, needs their own shell, but largely cancers need other people around. So it's been a little bit of a balance figuring out, you know, space and alone time, but also togetherness. And, um, you know, I, I feel like we've done a really good job of that. Um, which I just want to pat myself on the back because this has been like a lifelong lesson for me. I'm the type of person, I literally moved across the country to get away from my family <laughs> so that I could just be my own self, be my own person. I've purposely isolated myself, made myself into an island, um, all to focus on me. And now in my 30s, I'm 32 now, if you missed that other episode, uh, where I talked about the 32 things I've learned. Uh, it's taken me into my 30s to learn how to <laughs> uh, 
relate to other people in close quarters. And um, I'd say I'm doing a pretty good job. Of course, there are instances and situations that arise where I'm like, damn, I really need to work on this aspect of myself or I need to provide this person more grace or give myself more compassion and more grace. But it's all been such a beautiful learning process that I am grateful for. I've been reading a lot and learning a lot about some you know, basic spiritual principles that have been helping me to understand my path and my journey. And one of the first things, um, or one of the most recent things that I've been reading is uh, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And I love how it takes me back to the basics. It's not a very long text at all. You can find it online in PDF form. Um, or if you follow me on Instagram, uh, on my main page, which is bohemian underscore healing, I've been doing a lot of posts related to um, related to the seven spiritual laws of success. And a lot of those truths are really simple yet poignant. And um, one that I posted about today, I'm going to go ahead and read it to you because it hit me like a ton of bricks and it's essentially been going along with the things that I've been learning. It says, when you feel frustrated or upset by a person or a situation, remember that you are not reacting to the person or the situation, but to your feelings about the person or the situation. These are your feelings, and your feelings are not someone else's fault. Yeah, (laughs) that was like, damn, you know, because each of us is tempted to a certain degree to play the victim. Each of us attempts to blame some sort of external force for the things that we are feeling or experiencing or going through, and, you know, that line those sentences really call you out and tell you, hey, it's not anybody else's fault but your own. Your feelings are your own to deal with. And when we insist on externalizing the blame, we are missing the opportunity for the lesson, for the blessing in each of our circumstances. Um, There's another quote, and it says, all problems contain the seeds of opportunity. So again, when these difficulties arise, when these situations come up in our lives that challenge us, it's not so that we can hate or blame or, you know, do outsource, (laughs) outsource the lesson. It's so we can really go back to source, go back to ourselves and figure out, okay, what is the opportunity here in what I'm feeling or what I'm experiencing. Um, What about me? What about my experiences, my triggers, my feelings? What about me uh, is here for for me to dig into or to resolve or to learn from? And I feel like that's the space I've been in lately is really taking responsibility for my circumstances and um, finding finding the lesson, finding the seed, finding the beauty in whatever it is that I am experiencing. So I hope that hits you 
in a way that is meaningful, in a way that's impactful, in a way that you can choose to adopt into your own life. Um, That spiritual law is the law of um, least resistance, I believe. And the key to this easefulness, it talks about how in nature, you know, flowers don't try to bloom, birds don't try to fly, they just bloom, they just fly. Um, And the key to that is first acceptance, accepting where you are currently at, accepting the present moment. And that doesn't mean that you can't wish for something else, you can't seek to manifest something, it just means that you accept the current moment for what it is. Okay, you can still manifest, you can still have goals and work towards something else, but that acceptance of where you are at currently is integral to the process. The next step is taking responsibility for where you're at. So once you accept where you're at, you need to also take responsibility for your feelings, for your actions, for your behaviors. That is an essential part of uh, part of this process. And then the, uh, the third aspect of it is defenselessness. So letting go of the need to be right, letting go of the need to defend your position, letting go of, um, for me, I just keep hearing, letting go of the need to be right. Everyone's going to believe their own thing. Everyone's going to hold on to their own dogma or their own perspectives. So when we let go of this egoic need to defend ourselves, um, we begin to enter the flow. So again, that's acceptance of where we are currently at, responsibility for our current circumstances and defenselessness when it comes to others. We spend so much time and energy either resisting where we are currently at, blaming other people for our circumstances, and then like defending ourselves, needing to prove ourselves to other people. We waste so much of our energy doing these things. And what we are actually doing is creating more resistance. We are creating... Um, or we're making it so the flow of energy is constricted. And this is directly tied to our ability to manifest, right? If if we are damming up this stream of of flow, then of course, <laughs> of course there's gonna be obstacles in receiving what is meant for us. And so this uh I think it's the fourth law, it's either the fourth or fifth law of um spiritual success is all about the path of least resistance, of finding the flow. And we find the flow by mastering these things, acceptance, responsibility, and defenselessness. Because everyone is in their own world, everyone has their own perspective, everyone is following their own unique path. So really, what the fuck is the point of trying to recruit other people to be on your side? You don't need anyone else's validation in order to live your life, in order to go in the direction that you would like to go. And I feel like the more that we truly learn and embrace these lessons, this whole live and let live ideology, the easier life gets to live, right? We don't have to convince other people to be on our side. You know, we just need to live our own truths 
and to be comfortable with ourselves and what we are choosing to do regardless of what other people think. And of course, that is so much easier said than done, but it is so worth the effort that it takes to get to that place. Um, And that's where I've been finding myself lately. That's kind of why I took a break from expressing myself and um, in this way on this platform with this podcast, because, you know, in all honesty, I was struggling with acceptance and I was struggling with um, responsibility. And I was struggling with defenselessness, you know, especially as it relates to the situation with, um, you know, the people in my life in the, what, what month was it during April, May timeframe? Um, you know, I wasn't accepting where I was. I, I wasn't taking responsibility. I was definitely, um, defensive of myself and that, didn't help anything. It didn't help further where I was at. It didn't help me understand my lessons. It didn't help me at all. So for me, this past Mercury retrograde and, um, you know, all these astrological events that have happened since I've been gone, they've really helped me to dig in and to see where and how I needed to change. And hopefully, you are able to look at your situation, especially within the last month or two, and see the same thing for yourself, where you can improve, where you can make adjustments, where you've been externalizing blame instead of taking responsibility for yourself and your own actions. And You know, this whole self-improvement, self-love stuff is a constant journey. And I don't feel like there's ever a stopping point, right? It's, It's more of a spiral. As you continue to learn and grow, you revisit these, these similar themes and you get deeper and deeper into them. And, um, if you allow yourself again, if you allow, excuse me, if you allow yourself to, see your situation, see your problems as seeds of opportunity, then uh, it can be such a joyful experience. You can learn so much, you can grow so much, you can help so many other people in the process through your example. Because really, people do not change because you seek to have power or control over them. They change because of your influence, right? Because you give them the space because you've um, allowed them the opportunity to be themselves truly. If you want to facilitate change, create a safe space for people to be exactly as they are, even if that annoys the shit out of you. (laughs) Because again, it's not the other person annoying the shit out of you it's your feelings about the other person that annoys the shit out of you and your feelings again are your responsibility so that's a huge lesson that you know maybe some of you out there are not willing to embark on but that does not negate the fact that eventually we got to get to these points where we are taking responsibility for ourselves (laughs) so i'm choosing to lean into that right now because it 
it is helping me become a better person, honestly. And I'm ready for these lessons. I'm ready for this amount of growth. And, um, you know, not everybody else is yet. If you are curious, if you're interested in the seven spiritual laws of success, all you got to do is put that in a, in the Google search bar, maybe add the letters PDF to it, and it should pop up. It's really short, very powerful though. very And I like how it's set up because um, at the end of each um, chapter or at the end of each spiritual law, it provides you action steps. This is how you can embrace this law in your current reality. And you know me, I love a good homework assignment. I love um, actionable steps that you can take. So it's not just theory. You can absolutely put all of this into practice um, using those suggestions. Of course, it's easier said than done, but that's the whole point, right? The whole point is practice. The whole point is to exercise these skills, to exercise these laws, and to see how, you know, these layers of yourself begin to kind of peel back, to peel away, and you become more and more of who you are supposed to be, in my opinion. (laughs) In my opinion. So what else has been going on? The 4th of July just passed. Uh, I'm not too big on celebrating colonization, (laughs) but I did take the opportunity, uh, my cancer and I, along with some of his family members, we went to Atlanta. This is my first time in Georgia. Um, They had a wedding to go to, but the cancer and I were just there for the experience. We didn't go to the wedding, but we Um, we hung out around the city, we went out to eat, we played at this arcade. Um, but my favorite part, oh, we also went to Six Flags. I have not been on a roller coaster in so long, probably like six to eight years. And I was on all the roller coasters this past weekend and it was really fun to, um, (laughs) to see my cancer boo's reactions to all of the different rides because he's more scared of roller coasters than I am and it was just really funny um roller coasters definitely hit different now that I'm in my 30s though there were some of them that were just rocking my brain like my shoulders started hurting my neck started hurting so I'm definitely getting older and I probably will not be on a roller coaster for, you know, another six or eight years. But it was really fun to hang out and um, do something different. One of my favorite parts of the trip, though, was the nature. We stayed at an Airbnb and in the backyard it was like a mini forest. And I spent some time out back enjoying myself. Uh, and my recreational activities, and it was evening time, it was dark, and all of a sudden, I start seeing these sparkles in the forest, like lots of lights just blipping in and out, and I swear to you, I thought I was tripping, I thought I had smoked too much, I was like, what is happening here, am I imagining these lights, so I call the cancer out, and I'm like, hey, 
come sit with me out here. Um, tell me if you see what I'm seeing. So he's sitting out there and he's like, oh, I see those lights too. So I was like, praise God, I am not, <laughs> I am not crazy. And I was like, what is that? Before I realized, and I still don't know what to call them exactly, but, but it together we realized that they were fireflies or lightning bugs or one of the two. I'm not sure what y'all call them out there in Georgia, but I have never seen those in real life. I've seen them in movies where like little kids capture them in jars and whatnot, but I have never witnessed that before. And y'all know I'm a nature lady. I love trees. I love the earth in general. So that was such a magical moment for me to see like these this personalized light show out there. And the following night, um, I was sitting outside by myself and it was right before dark. So there was still a lot of light outside, but one of these bugs came closer to me and started doing his little light show dance. And I swear to you, these little bugs look like fairies. They're probably, you know, more like alien fairies because they're insects and kind of look a little strange, but even the way their wings go, the way their bodies are, they look like magical little fairies. And I spent a lot of time just watching this firefly lightning bug dancing around and putting on this show for me. Like it came right up to me. Didn't come too close to where I was freaking out or anything, but it came like right up to my face and it just was dancing and lighting up and I found I took so much joy out of that. And I know some of you guys are listening like what the hell is wrong with you? But like it really is maybe it's cuz I'm a Taurus, I'm an earth sign, but it really is these small little miracles that get me excited. I'm just like I feel so special right now. This little lightning bug, this little firefly is doing this little thing for me and making sure you know that I get this experience. So that was really magical to me to be introduced to a creature that I've never seen before in such a beautiful way. I just, I loved it so much. And I wanted to take all of the bugs home with me out here to New Orleans because that's not fair. (laughs) I want little lightning bugs around here. I want to see things, but I'm playing. I don't know how that would affect the ecosystem out here, but I'm just really grateful to have witnessed something new, you know, Um, something novel. I feel like sometimes in our lives, it feels really routine. It feels like, okay, I've already seen everything I could see. I've already done everything I could do. And, uh, And this small yet poignant experience showed me you know that I haven't seen it all I haven't done it all I haven't experienced it all Um, and nature can still surprise me the universe can still surprise me I can still be in awe I can still bask in childlike wonder at you know this this spinning rock that we are all living on. (laughs) 
Uh, Georgia's beautiful. Their mosquitoes are even more vicious than New Orleans, in my opinion. And um, I'll definitely go back. I noticed that the city is huge. Atlanta is huge. The interstate, huge. People are going so fast. There's so many people. There's so many cars. And it was almost overwhelming. I... (laughs) I'm realizing more and more how much of a small town, small city girl, country girl that I am at heart. I do like areas that are smaller with less people. I love New Orleans because it's like a city, but it's not a huge city. And, um, you know, I'm comfortable here. I like that. So while it was fun to be out of my comfort zone, to be out of the city, I was just filled with so much gratitude for where I currently am, for my home here in New Orleans, and I just love it so much. I I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Um, I was recently able to connect with um, a friend, and he was here in New Orleans just for a day trip and uh he's one of my one of my boos and it was really so great to be able to share space with him he came over to the house and we just sat on the couch for an hour or two just talking about life and um it was refreshing to be able to do that to hear about his experiences in this city and um, to be reminded of some important lessons. So that was nice. I was also supposed to connect with some friends that I knew back when I lived in Hawaii, but I spent like a week and a half being sick. So I wasn't able to do that. Um, But hopefully we will be able to connect again soon. Yeah, what else has been going on? I've been domestic as fuck over here. Uh, Working for myself, working from home. I also find myself working, you know, or doing more domestic shit over here. Like, you know, I do an ungodly amount of dishes and laundry and cooking and all of that. Um which is great. I would much rather do those things in addition to working for myself than working for anybody else. (laughs) But um, it's crazy because I went from, you know, not really cooking very often at my old apartment to like now I almost cook every day. People were over here doubting my skills. Hello, of course I could do it. I'm a tourist. I love to eat. I know it tastes good, but you know, I'm also lazy too. So if I don't have to cook, I'm not going to. But um, it has been like very therapeutic. It's been uh, almost meditative to to cook, to prepare meals, to um, you know, slow down and take each thing step by step. Um, to be the one that's more responsible for nourishing our bodies and making healthier choices and, you know, connecting to the food in that way. It's, um, I've always heard people before say, you know, it's calming or it feels like a meditation and I've never felt that feeling until 
pretty recently um, in my journey for whatever reason. I'm not entirely sure what the shift or the change is. Maybe cancer season, you know, who knows what it is, but um, it's definitely been helping me to uh, connect in a different way. So I'm definitely grateful for that. And I'm sure my body is too, because You know, you can only eat so many frozen burritos in a day, (laughs) which I still love. I have such an affinity for microwavable burritos. I don't know what it is, but I could eat those like every day. And I was for a while. (laughs) Anyway, let's see. What else can I update you about? Um, I've also been, like I said, um, there's some new opportunities. I have some news that I can't wait to be able to share with you guys. And that's kind of been taking over my brain. Uh, I've had to make some adjustments in my mind, in my direction with my business in, in every possible way. And those adjustments have been great. They've been fun. They've been a little bit overwhelming, Um, But I feel like my direction is beginning to streamline and, um, you know, things are just connecting for me in a way that they haven't connected before. So I'm really glad and really excited that Spirit has revealed all of these things to me so that I can piece them together, right? The the puzzle is coming together very nicely. I don't know about y'all, but I spent a few months just really foggy, really uncertain, really unclear about my next steps, what to do next, what is my purpose, why am I here, what is this all about? And all of that was answered for me. And, you know, now it's about integrating everything that I've been learning and, you know, streamlining. So hopefully you guys have been able to receive answers to your own questions. Um, you know, I know a lot of the, my clients, a lot of people who have come to me have expressed um, similar feelings, perhaps in different arenas, different areas in their lives. But really what it comes down to is faith and clarity, So hopefully you have received a little bit more clarity in your own life. Hopefully you're feeling good about your direction and where you're going. And, um, you know, this week for the Tarot Tuesday post, I was really inspired by the two cards that came out. And they were the Ace of Pentacles and the Three of Wands. And if you have no idea what those cards are, that's fine. But... The message that came through for me in this is uh, that it's time for us to make space both energetically and physically for the things and the opportunities that we have been asking for. And instead of dwelling on the past, our job is to reimagine the possibilities and to focus our energy on the seeds that we would like to grow. And The caveat here, the the emphasis here is to be sure that your pursuits in this next leg of of your journey, to make sure that your pursuits are based on your passions and your purpose, because that will make the journey even more worth your while. So again, focusing on your passion and your purpose. 
Um, life can feel really mundane. It can feel really drab. It can feel really like blah, 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 want, want, want. And typically it feels like that when we are just going through the motions, when we are doing the things we feel like we're supposed to do, or when we are you know, too stuck or too comfortable in a routine or a comfort zone that is no longer teaching us anything. So it's that much more important that we, um, we ensure that we are walking in our purpose, that we are aligning ourselves with the things that we're passionate about, that we are carving out time for fun, that we're carving out time to explore our passions, explore our hobbies, to um, really dig into who we are and our purpose here on this earth. So if you feel like a robot or a cog in a wheel, or if you feel like things are just more of the same every single day, that's a cue for you to go back to yourself, go back to your dreams, go back to what makes you laugh, what makes you have fun, what sparks joy inside of you, to go back to those things that you do that make time disappear. What are those things? Who are those people? What are those situations? And to come back into alignment with that. For me, it has a lot to do with learning and, um, you know, really just choosing to do things because I like them, not because I feel like I'm supposed to be doing them. Um, And that goes in terms of business and um, these messages that I'm sharing instead of like, because for a while I was focusing on like, what do people want to hear? But instead of doing that, instead of what do people want to hear? It's like, well, what do I want to hear? What do I need to hear? What lights me up? What gets me excited? And sharing those things, um, in sharing those things. I'll find, you know, the proper people, the proper avenues, the proper clients, etc. It's truly when we are being true to ourselves that everything else opens up and expands for us. So again, it's these simple truths that I already knew and you probably already know them too, but it's just reminding yourself of the truth and walking in that truth. So it's all about going back to the source. And what's the source? You are the source. We are the source. Um, And that's been a simple yet powerful, powerful tool, a powerful reminder for me. And hopefully you can find something in it that works for you too. If not, that's also also cool. (laughs) If it resonates, awesome. If it doesn't, Pretend like you didn't hear it. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm going to leave this here. This was really rough. Um, the audio probably wasn't the greatest, but I am staring at a microphone right now that I do not, do not know how to use. I'm going to get my cancer boo to teach me how to use this program, and hopefully the next episode you hear is a lot crisper, a lot cleaner, But hey, I'm working with what I got and you do the same thing. Don't wait till everything is perfect to walk in your purpose. You can do that shit now. You can do it right now. 
Anyway, I love you. Thank you so much for listening, for being patient with me in my absence. Um, I've been a lot more active on my main Instagram page, and that's bohemian underscore healing. But you can also feel free to follow me on lover.goddess33. I will be getting back to posting soon on that page. I kind of went MIA over there, but I post daily multiple times a day on the Bohemian page. Um, You can also check out my YouTube channel. It's Bohemian Healing. If you search that, I do go live about twice a week to provide guidance and free readings for people. Um, I don't know how long I'll be doing that. Eventually, the goal is to move away from tarot and just into, you know, source, into spirituality, just these spiritual consultations, you know, speaking from source versus using, you know, that tool. Um, I think we can sometimes get a little too reliant on spiritual tools and we can forget where the messages are really coming from, which is ourselves (laughs) and our connection to spirit. But anyway, that's a conversation for another day. Um, I have the link to my Etsy shop where you can book a spiritual conversation or a reading. You can also check out the teas and offerings that I have over there if they resonate with you. Great. If not, don't worry about it. Just letting you know what's out there. In any case, let me know how you guys are doing. What's been going on for you? How did Mercury Retrograde treat you? How did these last couple months edify you, change you, propel you into this next chapter of your life? Let me know how y'all are doing. I love to interact and I can't wait to hear from you. I just wanted to touch base, let you know I didn't forget about you and that I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you in another episode. Bye.